The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back, my friends, as we take a few minutes today out of our day in God's Word, and I'm glad you're with us as we are continuing this last week of the year as we start off the book of Philippians. Again, one quick note for programming. Today will be the last uh, devotional of this week. Uh, This Wednesday will be the last one, and then uh, we will pick back up next week. And uh, we're glad you're with us as we take some time together. Hope you had a great uh, Christmas and hope you're having a great week as you look forward to um, New Year's Day and all that, uh, all the potential a new year can bring our way. Uh, Philippians chapter 1, we got up to verse number 5. Uh, yesterday. And frankly, I think we're going to spend most of our time just looking at one verse, and a verse that I think has some great truth in it and I think is helpful to us and encouraging. We think about the idea the theme of Philippians being joy, and we look to this next year and joy over whatever we have endured this year or what may come next year. We can have joy. We need to remember that joy is, is very different than, than happiness. You can be going through a struggle that brings sadness and yet still have joy. See, joy, while joy is the idea of happiness, I can find peace, I can find joy in spite of my circumstances, in spite of the circ- situations and everything else that really, I feel like sometimes it's completely falling apart, I can have joy. It's not because my circumstances are always what I want them to be. It's often simply just the fact that I, in spite of those circumstances, I'm not alone. God is in control, and He knows what He's doing. And in that, that brings a peace, it brings a happiness, and and then we find joy. And multiple times throughout Scripture where Jesus references joy or things of that nature, He's referencing this idea of a a strength and a contentment in the midst of really good days and in the midst of really bad days. Well, this is one of those cores. What we're going to look at today are one of those verses that really give us an idea of how we can know that. So let's go to verse 6. Actually, let's go back to verse 5 for some context. Verse 5 says this, For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So he says, from the day you were saved, from your fellowship with the gospel, from the first day until now. He gives our hope in your strength, fellowship, and the strengthening in you and yourself and you're growing in Christ and your family, it grows. And I can say that I can have hope in you and all of this through, t- through prayer based upon being confident. I'm confident in one thing. And it's not, by the way, this confidence Paul is stating, he's, his confidence is in Jesus, is in God in this situation. It's not enough. So here's what he's confident in. Being confident in this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you. Now, who is he that has begun a good work in us? Well, that obviously is God. It's the Holy God and the Holy Spirit working. Now, what is this good work? Well, obviously, the very first good work is salvation. The Bible tells us a man cannot be saved except the Father draw him. So we understand immediately that he's referencing this salvation, this call to salvation. He has opened your eyes to what we call conviction. You have recognized the need of salvation. You've recognized that salvation is so much more than church or religion or tradition, that salvation is of God. Uh, and you know that. And you know that when you've put, when you 
repent of your sin, acknowledge him as the only God and Savior, and turn to him, put your faith in him. It's You have salvation, and you recognize that. And, and, and so in that, that's the beginning of the work where God says, this is what you need. By the way, it's important for us to recognize, a lot of people say, well, you know what, I'll come to God when I get older. I'll come to God when I'm done living life, or when I get to a certain age, or things of that nature. The Bible does clearly state a man cannot be saved except the Father draw him. And, and, and please understand, this is not one of those things where, well, I know God exists, and I believe heaven and hell, but Right now, I just want to live my life. So when I get older, then I'll come to God. There's not a guarantee that salvation will be offered to you when you're older. There may be, there may not be. The picture goes back to, to Noah. Uh, Noah stood out there for 100 plus years and preached to people. The, that door was open and any time someone could have joined him. And then all of a sudden the rain comes and it was too late. That's the premise. Maybe God will give you a chance until your death fit that you can go to heaven. Sometimes he may not. You may say, I'll get saved when I'm 70. Maybe, well, you may not live to 70. See my point? We're not even guaranteed tomorrow. So I think that's the premise we want to look at. God is a very long-suffering God. God may give you time. You're just not guaranteed you'll have all the time you think you will on earth because of the way life is. And we live in a sinful world. So here's the premise. Um, when you, to say, I'm just going to throw God off till later, that is a dangerous thing to say because there's not a guarantee there'll be a later. If God is speaking in your heart right now, accept that accept his plea and accept his gift. And here's one of the reasons I tell you that. Uh, because, you know, you say, I'll live my life and then I'll come to him. Why would you want to live a life that has less fulfillment and less joy? You say, well, it's more fun the other way. Eh, Satan lies and makes you think it is, but it's not. It's empty. It's got a lot of guilt, a lot of pain without God. And when you go through life with God, you're going to find that while their pain, life still comes with pain, you're not going through it alone. Satan allows you into pain and walks away and kind of mocks you. So he says, he that begun that good work. So he says his confidence is in the man who's doing the work. My main confidence, he which hath begun a good work in you. Now that good work starts a salvation and then continues in every other part of my life. Here's what he says. He will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So the first thing we talked about is this doctrinal uh, term called justification. I have been justified by the salvation. Justified simply means uh, kind of like a court case. I go to court and I stand before a judge and I am guilty of the sin. I'm guilty of the crime. So I stand there guilty before a judge and I have to say I, I, I'm guilty. Um, justified is not the matter that I'm, okay, the judge just says you're let go because the sin still needs to be dealt with. The picture is literally the judge coming off the platform, taking off his garb and taking my place in jail as Jesus did on the cross. That's justification. The sin is still dealt with, but I've been allowed to go free. Someone else took my place. Now the second one is he will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ, what we call sanctification, that daily growth process, that process to where I am who I am now. And I know God wants to make me something so much better. So what do I do? Do I have to do so many? Oh, I should. I need to be in the word of God. I should be in prayer. I should be connecting to other people and taking steps to grow in Christ. But the one who does the work is Jesus. Now, by the way, if I'm not going to read his word, I'm not going to be in church. I'm just going to kind of set God aside. There's so little God can do. He can give it to me, but I may not even recognize it. I need to be in these places. Remember, it's God's word. It's love letter to us. It's God's church. He's the one that put it together. Uh, this is where I should be. But here's the key I look at is where I'm at now, hopefully we could all say, I don't want to stay here. I mean, it's exciting. I'm doing better than I did maybe a year ago, but boy, I don't want to do so much better. And that's what he says. I will help you. I will, I will continue. So the reason we can have joy in the good days and bad days is that when the bad things are coming and we sit in time and say, this is unfair, it's a struggle, it doesn't make sense, all of that. The reason we can look at this and say this is good is because 
we can look at all of this and we can say that God is doing a work. He's got a plan. He's, he's using, whether he is bringing those circumstances into our life to teach us or while those circumstances come into our life, he's using them to teach us to trust in him and to how to pray and how, how to be faithful to him, things of that nature. The key is this, whatever I'm in, I can have joy because I'm not alone and these are not flukes. These are not accidents. We don't run into a circumstance and God's looking down saying, I can't believe it happened. God is never surprised. God is never wringing his fingers, as it were, in heaven wondering what's going on. He's never doing that. God is constantly looking down. He's got a plan. He knows where you're at. He knows what the future brings. And he is doing what he can to prepare you for that, to help you, to strengthen you through today for tomorrow. That is what God does. That's what he's doing in your life right now, because he says, confident that he which hath begun a good work, brought you to salvation, and has begun the sanctification process, will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. So now we get to the third doctrinal term. We talked about justification and then the sanctification process, but we'll perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. Glorification. The day when I am raptured or taken through death to heaven. And when I get to heaven, I stand before the King of kings and Lord of lords in a new body. I'm glorified. Uh, I, my sin nature is thrown off, and I am now in heaven, free from that, and I stand before Almighty God. I will never be perfect till that day. So God will continue to work in my life until the day that my life ends either way, and I stand in the presence of God. Whatever is going on, God's got a plan. It's no mistake, and don't, don't you know, you can panic, you can, you can become over, overwhelmed, but God's not God's intention. God's doing something powerful in your life. Keep close to Him, trust Him, and wait and see what it is that He's trying to accomplish. Well, thanks again for joining us uh, through these, uh, these couple days on this week between Christmas and New Year's. We appreciate the privilege uh, to be part of your day and your family and your life. And as you look forward to the new year, I always encourage you to keep your eyes on Jesus as we conclude this year and look to everything that 2023 has to offer for us. Remember, God's already in it. He already knows what's going on, and he's already got a plan to help us to grow in it. Again, just a reminder, there'll be no devotional tomorrow or Friday. And uh, so encourage you to join us next week as we pick back up in God's Word. Thanks again for joining us today.